What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Drunk Boys Basement, where drunk conversations happen. So this episode's uh, a little bit different. We have a very special individual, um, someone that I am uh, very impressed by. You you have amazing credentials, Charles. I just want to say that just to start off. Um, I the some of the, the research that I've done. I mean, you you've really done quite a bit in your life. Um, I mean, uh, military to starting your own company, to being on uh, the advisory board for the IRS. I mean, you've, you've done a lot. You've done a lot. So, I mean, I have a ton of questions, but to start off, um, why don't, for, for those listening, why don't you give us kind of just a short elevator speech as to who you are and what you do? Sure. Well, I'm a Midwestern boy. I grew up in Iowa. Uh, after high school, uh, where I graduated early, I joined the United States Marine Corps. Spent four years, two years overseas, including a combat tour in Vietnam. Uh, came back, was stationed in Kansas City, met my wife, um, married her. She had five kids when I married her. I uh, claim insanity. <laughs> um, realized that the business world did not give credence to military experience then and, and frankly doesn't do very well with it now. Mm-hmm. So I decided I'd have to go back to school. I uh, got my degrees, my bachelor's, my master's, sat for and passed my CPA exam while I was still in graduate school, um, went to work for Texas Instruments for the next 15 years, worked for small and medium and large businesses, turnarounds, other things, uh, moved up from financial analyst to controller, uh, realized I was never going to run a major corporation uh, because I didn't have the political skills. I was unwilling to stab people in the back and throw them off the ladder. Yeah. And, and business management in this country, for the most part, sucks. Yeah. So I said, if I'm going to run a business, I'm going to have to start my own. My father had his own business. So Ruth and I, my wife, went into business together 30 years ago. I thought that was natural and normal because I grew up with that, mm-hmm. working with your wife. Yeah. It's, it's not. <laughs> I promise Turns you, out. it's not natural. <laughs> But uh, we worked together. Uh, she passed away six years ago, I'm but uh, we've had the business for 30 years and it's still growing, still having fun, uh, doing lots of things. Went and got my U.S. Tax Corp practitioners uh, certification here 10 years ago. Uh, served three years on the IRS Advisory Council. Uh, my newest book, the payroll book, uh, was published by Wiley last uh, fall. Uh, having a good time, uh, working hard, growing the business, having fun. Life's, uh, you know, life's short. <laughs> Make the most of it. Yeah. I mean, geez. So, um, you're, so you've, you're published author of four and you're working on your fifth book. Is that your fifth book that you just, you showcased? Well, that's, or is that a different... that's my fourth one. Uh, Wiley yeah. published it, uh, as I said, last fall, the payroll book, a guide for small business and startups. It's basically 30 years of experience distilled down to 95,000 words. <laughs> Hey, I mean, that's, it's, I mean, that's so, geez, you, you just, you've been all over the place, man. I mean, out of all of the people I've talked to, all the people we've had the pleasure of having on the show, you've been all over the place. Um, so, I mean, what did you, did you see yourself doing this 30, 40 years ago? I mean, what was your, what was, what was your, what would, what did you want to do? I want to run a major corporation. Uh, I thought I had the skill set, and, you know, I grew up in a business and, and, you know, I, I thought I could do it. Right. Uh, I don't have the skill set in the fact that I'm not willing to play the politics. 
Mm-hmm. That's something we avoid in my company. Uh, I've got long-term people. Um, some have been with me more than 20 years. Wow. Uh, and I love that. And, you know, at that point, they're friends. They're not employees. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, De- Deborah and I, who's Deborah's my right-hand girl, uh, we've quit arguing like couples do after a long enough time. <laughs> we, we, we don't argue anymore. Used to be we'd get in arguments. She'd walk out or I'd walk out, you know, so we could calm down. Right. Well, about four or five years ago, that all just finally stopped. And we, <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's like being married for 25 years. Yeah. You've had all the arguments, so you know, who's going to win. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. So, I mean, um, tell, so tell me a little bit about your company. I mean, what's, what's, what, so you, you founded that with your wife. I mean, what was the premise behind that? Why did you guys want to start that? Well, I'd got, I'd worked for Financial Express, which was a mobile accounting service. I was the COO. That was okay. my last job. Mm-hmm. And the board was after the company to get rid of the original franchise and concentrate on growing the franchise system. Right. So I bought what was the original store, which was a mobile accounting service, and it had an integrated payroll system uh, and service. Uh, when the franchisor went belly up a year later, we just changed the name and kept on going. Uh, I sold off the accounting practice to my partner here about 10 years ago and stuck solely with the payroll because I like that. I'd gotten tired of taxes uh, yeah. and yeah. financial. We're all tired of taxes. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I still deal with the IRS every day. Okay. okay. But uh, the payroll was fun. It's all business to business. Uh, I'm not dealing with, uh, you know, citizens, consumers that are going, yeah. why the hell am I paying so much taxes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's the law. And if you don't like it, talk to your congressman. Don't, yeah. don't <laughs> think at me. I, I just, you know, I just put it together. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> right. I try to save you money. I try to make it as inexpensive as possible. If you're right. paying too much, it's not my fault. <laughs> so uh, we stuck with the, we, we went into just the payroll business. Mm-hmm. My partner took the accounting. He still offices with me in the same building that we own. Okay. So, um, yeah, no, I didn't see myself getting there, but I wanted to run a business. I didn't want to work for somebody else. I, I wanted to be in charge. I wanted the responsibility. Uh, I wanted the authority. I thought, uh, you know, I thought a lot of things. And, yeah. <laughs> you know, if I had it to do over again, I think I just saved my money and, and, uh, have been a beach bum on an island in the Bahamas. That's, I mean, that's, it sounds good to me. I'm, I'm 24. That sounds plenty fine to me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so, uh, no, it's not where I plan to go in. And, and I don't think anybody's life turns out exactly the way they wanted. We don't know enough. When I got out of the Marine Corps at 21, I had a lot of dreams and a lot of hopes, but my Lord, I didn't understand business like I do now. I didn't understand the world like I do now. Right. Uh, you know, I think, in, and I was talking to somebody the other day, wisdom is, is not something I think that you, you have. It's if you pay attention to what goes on, you mm-hmm. make so many mistakes, you get wise. Don't do this because this is what will happen because I did it. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I've, I've made made. Most of the mistakes, at least once and sometimes twice. I mean, and, and that's, I, I, you know, we're, we're kind of in the same, you know, boat starting our small business and what we're trying to do and, and trying to find that vision. And one of the things that I found is that you're, 
for a while, I mean, in our, in my experience, at least we're going to make more mistakes than we are successes, but we're learning from the mistakes. And that's kind of what matters about the whole thing. Because I think one of the things about entrepreneurs and small businesses is it seems that it's kind of, it, it is daunting. I'm not going to lie, but once you get into it and you find your groove, you can, you can do it. And if you want to do it, you're going to do it. And that's kind of the thing I've learned in my short time, you know, on earth is if you're going to, if you're going to do something, you're going to want it that you want to do, you're going to do it regardless of how you feel about it at that point in time. And, um, and not everybody is, is, is cut out to be an entrepreneur. Some right. people want the security, that nine to five, that guaranteed paycheck, the two weeks vacation. Yep. I don't. Uh, I, I like the excitement. I like the risk. I like the rewards. I like the freedom. If I don't want to go into work on Monday, I don't. Okay. Yeah. The work doesn't Absolutely. go away. I'll have to make it up later. But, you yeah. know, I'm free to do a lot of things that if I was working for Texas Instruments and I just said, I just didn't show up on Monday. They would not be happy. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay, uh, it's my company. I I get to do that. Yeah, no, and and that's the thing is, and as you should, because you spent the the better part of thirty years of your life building it up to where it is, and um, you know, it's respectable. And that's and how many how many people do you have working for you? If you don't mind me asking, I've got about a dozen. Okay, okay. We're not huge. We're probably one of the smaller of the national firms. Okay. But we're still we're still growing. Uh, I finally figured out, you know, that I needed marketing help here a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I I finally realized I can't market my way out of a paper bag. <laughs> <laughs> so I've now got a wonderful marketing department. We're bringing in more new clients than we ever have, uh, and the rate's accelerating. Uh, and talking to good people like you are is getting the word out. Absolutely. Us and our company and what we do for our clients and, and our skill set that's, you know, we think is very valuable. And so it's life's good. That's 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 great to hear. It's because life life for the past year has been rough for a lot of Americans and a lot of people around the world. Um, oh. Has has COVID affected your operations at all or, or have you been yes. kind of it has it, a year ago at this time? I was just scared. Right. You know, they were shutting down the economy and I was looking at, I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. Yeah. You know, I've got some money put away and, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be all right. But, you know, the whole business and that's, you know, that's my life after 30 years. Yeah, I, yeah absolutely. We've lost uh, just a few clients. We've had a lot cut back a lot, our mm-hmm. restaurants particularly. Okay. We were never shut down as severely as New York and California. Uh, right. The, uh, you know, it was, it was, it was crazy. So we always had our governor and, and so on and most of the state, you know, closed up tight, but not yeah. tight, tight. The restaurants right. were still open to a 25% capacity takeout and other things. We got through it and we opened up earlier than a lot of people did successfully without huge deaths or, or diseases. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, there's a whole, there's a whole novel there. Oh, yeah. But yeah, it affected us. What it, one of the things it did is now I now have people who work from home on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. I didn't believe in that, but we had to do it. We yeah. put in the equipment and the phone systems and the computers. And now most of my staff works part-time from home every week and they love it and it, it works. So, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I learned something. There, there you go. See, it's, that's and that's the that's the funny part about COVID is a lot of these companies were 
they were very, I mean, my company personally, they, they were against working from home because you can't track KPIs. You can't track productivity very effectively, but you know, when it was kind of, when the hand was forced, companies found ways around it and they found ways to make it work. And I mean, from what I've heard, there are a lot of companies that their employee satisfaction went absolutely through the roof because the, they're able to, you know, have more of a life and be at home and still manage to work. And it, and it works out for companies too. So, I, I mean, I think it's kind of a win-win for everybody involved. We had one of, one of my operations people really wanted to work four days a week get paid for five, but work for it. Cause she had to yeah. be in Colleen, which is South of here, a hundred okay. miles with daughter and grandkids uh-huh. and this uh-huh. kind of thing because of daughter's situation and so on. And right. we were having a very hard time with that. Mm. Well, she works from Colleen every Friday now. There you go. And it works. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So it's, she's happy. We didn't that's... lose an experienced em- employee that we'd have to bring somebody else in and lose the institutional knowledge and train and, right. and, and Turnover is expensive, of course. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. It's, it's been good for us. That's, I mean, that's, that's good to hear. That's, it's really because there are lots of businesses that completely went under. I mean, yes. I work with, I, I'm a more, I'm a business to business um, type guy. So I deal with a lot of, and there are a lot of businesses that worked with my company that just disappeared because they, yes. they couldn't sustain it. And a lot of it was very sudden. And a lot of it was so sudden that even the companies didn't realize it was about to happen. So it's, it's good thing to hear that your company survived and made it through because I mean, 30 years, I mean, that would have been heartbreaking, you know, and it, it, it I mean, would I don't have need been, to tell you that you'd be like, absolutely. I, I don't know what I would have done, but uh, the other thing that's happened is we're beginning to get a lot of new businesses, right? A lot of entrepreneurs are popping, starting to pop up and mm. I've been expecting that. And I expect it to accelerate for the next year at least that the formation of new businesses will again be extreme as it was after the 08 recession. Right. Uh, because you've got a lot of people that their companies died, but mm-hmm. they have their 401k, their IRAs, their retirement, whatever, but they're too young to quit. Yeah. So, and they're tired of working for other people because they just right. got screwed out of a job at a company. So mm-hmm. they start their own, whether it be, doing garage floors or construction or a small manufacturing or consulting or marketing or whatever, they're going to take their skill set and make it work. And, you know, they, they need payroll. So yeah, every, yeah that's, that's, <laughs> hey, I mean, the, the guide for small business and startups. Okay. <laughs> payroll. There you go. There you go. Absolutely. We wrote the book on payroll for them. <laughs> so how did you, I mean, that's, one thing that I've always been curious to you're, you're, you're the, one of the first authors that I've actually had the pleasure of talking to. And one of the questions, and this may be a dumb question so bear with me here, but how do you, how do you realize that you've gleaned enough knowledge to be able to write a book that's beneficial to other people? Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, 30 years of experience, it's gotten to the point where I can answer in payroll either answer any question or know where to find the answer. Right. And I've been answering questions for clients for for 30 years and getting more and more knowledgeable every year. Mm -hmm. So I I run across new things all the time. But I looked at the marketplace because I get people coming to me all the time, new clients and so on. And Mm -hmm. they're, they're at an absolute loss for what to do in terms of payroll. Right. 
there's only one good other book out there, <clears throat> excuse me, and it's put out by the APA and it's $600. Jeez. Okay, exactly. <laughs> it's, it's basically a study guide to become a certified payroll professional. That's, that's what, what it really is in the end with test questions and so on. <clears throat> and the APA puts it out. Nothing the APA does. American Payroll Association is cheap. Believe me, yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I said, I wanted a book for small businesses and startups. You know, if, if you're a Fortune 5000 or Fortune 500 company, you got somebody on staff that's as knowledgeable like me, okay? Right. That runs your payroll department, hires and fires people and, and mm -hmm. oversees it, mm -hmm. uh, or maybe even a whole staff. Yeah. But the corner grocery store, the gas station, uh, the, the rancher, the, the, the guy who builds one house at a time, mm -hmm. he's lost. Yeah. So I wanted to do up a guide for them, for the under 50 employer company, uh, which is our market, mm -hmm. that would give them the tools to keep them out of trouble with the IRS and the state, uh, which would, when an employee comes and says, oh, you, you got to do this. Well, wait a minute here. Let me, let, no, I don't have to do that. I can if I want to, but I don't have to. Right. Yeah. Right? Okay. I see where you're going. And when the IRS calls, he goes, okay, let's see. IRS penalty. What do I do? Okay. Seven steps to handle a penalty. Okay. There you go. Let's, let's break open the payroll book and let's fact check this. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and, and how do I avoid penalties? How do I, how do I get rid of them if they show up? Right. What's an employee? Right. I got somebody that wants to sell me a PEO. What the hell is that? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I got to have workers comp. What, what, what's that? A handbook. What do I need to put in a handbook? My God. Okay. Mm. Oh, this guy says he, he wants to be an independent contractor. Is he one or is he an employee? What's, yeah. what's the difference? Okay. Yeah. Well, the difference is use fines and penalties. Okay. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't get, he doesn't get to choose to be an independent contractor. Right. There's a whole body of law that determines whether he is or not. Right. And if you treat him the wrong way and 70% of small businesses, so businesses in the U S according to the department of labor, misclassify employees. Really? And I, I have seen, I have seen businesses put out of business over it. Wow. So you got to know what you're doing. So, I mean, basically it's that, uh, you've been around the block enough, you know, you know, the answers. I mean, that's, um, no, I, that's, it's, it's, I think it's just really cool that you're able to, to, you know, glean uh, what you've learned and give it to other people and show them how to do it, you know, because, Absolutely. um, there's, there's not a lot of stuff out there, to my knowledge, that talks about payroll very extensively. And I could be there, wrong. There, there really isn't. Okay. Um, you go on Amazon and you check the books available. And it's us and the, and the payroll source book from the APA mm -hmm. are really the only things out there. There's a couple of technical ones on accounting for payroll. Yeah. But that's, that's not what this does. This, this tells you how payroll works. And, and the details of making it work for you and your small business. And that's what we wanted to do. Uh, that's, that's, that's my interest. That's where I, that's where my business is. That's what I like to do. So, and that's, it's, it's fun. It's see, and that's the thing is, is as long as it's fun, then it's not work. And it sounds like you have managed to make 
really the American dream happened, which is very impressive because I think the American dream differs from, you know, person to person, but you've been able to build a business with your family and you've been able to maintain that business and you've been able to write books and teach and you're still having fun doing it because I know a lot of people that are making a lot of money and they're not very happy. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's a shame. Yeah. That really is. Cause if you find something you love to do, you never work a day in your life. It's an old Absolutely. saw, but Absolutely. it's true. It's, 30 years in this business and I enjoy going to work every morning. Okay. <laughs> nothing wrong with that. What, what does that tell you? <laughs> Either I'm happy or I'm crazy or I'm crazy happy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> there, there isn't nothing wrong with that at all. I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's something I think that as, as being a young entrepreneur myself, I strive for is that eventually get up to building a business or building something that you care about, because that's really what it comes down to is it's, you know, if it's profitable, that's a huge, huge benefit. But if it's something you really care about, then it's even easier. It, it's, 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 it's great if it's profitable, believe me. Absolutely. <laughs> but it's more important. The, the amount of profit is not near as important as the amount of happiness you get out of doing what you're doing. Right. Okay. Could I make more money? Probably, uh, you know, I, I can nickel and dime my clients. I don't, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I've got clients that have been clients for 30 years. They're friends. Oh, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Okay. I've been in their pocket for 30 years. Okay. They, they, they call me, you know, we're, we're friends. It's, it's uh, Carol, Carol is odd. Uh, I, I needed a, a you know, um, endorsement for something here a few years uh -huh. ago. She said, Charles, write whatever you want, put my name on it. I don't care. <laughs> and I said, well, Carol, I really, you know, that, that's really not what I want to do. She says, okay, I'll tell you what, Charles, I get people calling me that want to do my payroll every week. She had, had several restaurants in town mm -hmm. and I tell them no. And they say, we can do it cheaper. And she says, I don't care if you can do it for free. I'm not leaving Charles. There you go. That's loyalty. Loyal clients are just <laughs> My God, you can't beat that. Because no, if we screw up and we're not perfect, right? They go, okay, and go on. <laughs> it's not a big deal because they're loyal clients. They're not good clients, they're loyal clients. And I love it. So with that being said, I mean, the success of, of every business that I've seen is is based upon their clients. I mean, for ones that are client facing, I mean, obviously it's different for ones that are product facing. So with, with that in mind, how, how would you say that you were able to build loyal clients? I mean, is it your service or how, how like, what's the, what's the secret of that? Because I mean, there's, there's a lot of, of um, gray areas when it comes to that kind of stuff. And I've always been curious to know no. what, what, what builds loyalty. There's, there's no gray area. There's no gray area. There's no gray area. Okay. Customer first. And on top of that, um, a phrase I use and I repeat it all the time. There's never a traffic jam on the extra mile. Okay. Go okay. the extra mile for your client. Bend over backwards. Do whatever it takes. Okay. Uh, the old FedEx, you know, uh, when it absolutely positively has to be there overnight. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, if you need payroll done, we get it done. Right. Uh, if you've got payroll problems, we fix them. If you've got IRS problems, we fight for you. Okay. We do whatever it takes. And to be honest, sometimes the cost of doing that is far more in excess of what we make off of it. 
Right. Okay. That week, that month, maybe that year, we may lose money on a client for that whole year, but not for the next and 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 the next, because they're a loyal client. They're going to keep paying us to do their payroll every week or two weeks or twice a month till they're out of business. Yeah. You can't, you know, our turnover is minuscule compared to our competitors. We don't lose clients. I mean, we sure they they die, they they go bankrupt, they get bought up by somebody that has a different payroll system. Mm-hmm. But other than that, people don't. You know, we seldom, seldom, seldom have clients leave us for another payroll service. Okay, uh, well, I had one, but that's because her brother-in-law worked for ADP. Okay, <laughs> yeah, yeah. your You know, she said to her husband, you know, well, you got to go with my brother. He said, no. She said, oh, no, honey, you don't understand. You've got to go with my brother. (laughs) He said, okay. And he came and told me, he says, and I told him, yeah, go with him. No, no, no. My wife said no. (laughs) The last thing I want to do is is be a hindrance in your marriage. (laughs) When when he quits ADP, come on back. (laughs) Right, right. I mean, that's, that's one of the things that I've always, um, looked at smaller companies as is, is you, you pick up the phone, you can call somebody and talk to somebody that's like, Oh, I, you know, I understand your problem. I can talk to your situation, but you get a lot of these larger, you get a lot of these larger companies to where you're dialing through a number pad and you're, you know, and you can't, you can't get a hold of anybody and you just want to talk to somebody and you wouldn't be mad if you could talk to somebody, but then typically when the operator picks up, you're already pretty upset. And I think that's one of the things about companies like yours that are very, very important is it keeps the small business dream alive and it allows people to talk to another person. I called ADP one day just to see, cause we, we touted the fact that you can, I, I, we, we listened in a brochure, the president mm-hmm. of ADP, the president of paychecks and the president of get payroll yeah. and said, see which one of them you get a hold of. <laughs> And just to try it out, I called the 800 number at ADP. Uh-huh. And I said, uh, I want to talk to the president. <laughs> he said, the president of what? <laughs> <laughs> I said, the president of ADP, Mr. Rodriguez. Oh, uh, we, we don't have a phone for him. I, I said, are you telling me that the president of ADP doesn't have a phone on his desk? Oh, well, we, 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 can't, we can't connect to it. Mm. Well, can you na- take a message and have him call me? She says, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't ask know. me. I don't know. I go. think that's just insane. Uh, you know, it's like getting these emails, uh, no reply address. All right. Mm-hmm. If you're going to send me an email... And I want to comment or, or say something to you about it. Don't you want to hear it? Yeah. Is it absolutely. wrong? Is it right? Oh, I love your service. I want to buy some more. No reply. Are you kidding me? That's insane. Okay. Any, any, any of my clients, anybody can pick up 972-353-0000. That's the office number. Ask for Charles. There you go. You'll, I'll you'll pick get up the him. phone. If I'm in, I'll pick up the phone. If not, I'll call you back. There you go. 
That's that's one of the things I've always thought was very comical about some of that no reply email stuff is that you these companies tout, you know, customer focus, customer facing. <laughs> well, I don't know who I'm talking to and you're going to lose a customer because I don't know how to get a hold of anybody. So kind of a contradictory statement there, big company. You know what I mean? It's like it's like bank commercials on TV. Oh, you know? yeah, right. They really care about you. <laughs> right. That's so with uh, one of the things I'm curious about. So with, with your company has, what, what kind of um, advances have you made based off technology over the last 30 years? Cause I mean, there's been oh, a lot of stuff that's come out. I mean, God. it's probably pretty daunting. <laughs> oh, it, it, it's, it changes constantly. In uh-huh. fact, we finally just put in a, a VoIP phone system uh, oh, wow. last year, but yeah, we, we went from paper and faxes uh, to now and checks Mm-hmm. Uh, at least we weren't doing cash payments, but right. <laughs> the number, the number of checks we write is, is down to a few percent. Okay. Uh, a couple of years ago, a few years ago, uh, my forms vendor called and said, uh, what do we need to do to get your business back? And I said, what are you talking about? I said, well, you haven't ordered checks in two years. <laughs> well, we're not using them to speak. Yeah, I'm sorry. Them. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's, it's almost all direct deposit. Uh, mm-hmm. It's all drafts. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't we don't invoice our clients. We draft our clients when we do the payroll, so right. we have no accounts receivable. Uh, everything is electronic. It's all ACH. Uh, it it the the change in technology. We do more payroll with less people now than we did 15 years ago or 30 years ago. Okay. We're able to do more business with less people because of technology. We're able to respond faster. We're able to uh, be more accurate because we're not trying to decipher a semi-illegible uh, NCR fax paper, okay? Right. Uh, we used to have a file room with three ring binders for every client with all the stuff in them. Mm-hmm. Uh, we sold off the bookcases. There you go. Okay? <laughs> we, we don't need them. It's all now on optical disk. Any of our people can pull up any document at any time and print it out if need be. Uh, It's, it's, it's changed a lot. That's so have you, have you found that your overhead has, has decreased because of technology and and the fact that you don't need as many bodies? We don't need as many bodies. Uh, We're able to do more with, with less. We Uh used to order paper by the pallet. Now we order a couple of cases. Okay, right. so 40 cases to a pallet if you're interested. 40 yeah, cases of paper, okay? <laughs> 400 reams. Now we okay. may order 20 reams, two okay. cases. Okay. And it'll take months to use it up because right. we just don't do paper anymore. Mm-hmm. We don't, we still have a fax machine because the IRS still takes faxes. Uh, I don't think any of our clients faxes anymore. It's all done electronically. We have uh, in the cloud-based systems where they can input their payroll, get their reports. Most of the payments are direct deposit. We draft out of their account. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing. So yeah, our overhead is down and which has allowed us to keep our prices down. Right. That's, 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 yeah, that's it. I'm sure that's a big thing as I've, um, I've been studying quite extensively about, uh, technology in the workplace and what it's doing and, um, there's a lot of people, well, there's a handful of people that are really against it because it's, it's taking up jobs. Um, but as, as company 
heads and managers and owners, it's, it's kind of a, you know, I mean, it is, but it's also saving us a bunch of money. So it's, it's kind of a double-edged sword when you are trying to be empathetic towards your employees, but also create more money. There's always been Luddites among us. Okay. Mm-hmm. And there are people who are anti-technology and anti-progress. Mm-hmm. And every time there's been progress, it's created jobs. They're different. Absolutely. Okay. You know, uh, uh, automatic payments is a whole industry now, and there's people who specialize in it. Right. 30 years ago, it didn't exist. Mm. Okay. Uh, I remember when fax machines came in, fax machines almost don't exist. Copy machines. The last, co- you, we used to pound the hell out of our copier. Now, I cannot literally remember the last time I changed toner. Added toner to the machine. It's been years. Right. I'd have to go look to see if I've got a spare one someplace. Mm-hmm. The high-speed printers, uh, they, they got better and better and better. Now we don't use them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Uh, Xerox really took off and now no one uses them. printers that's yeah now i've got 3d printers but i mean to your point i mean that that creates jobs because 30 years ago or 10 years ago or five years ago there wasn't a 3d printer tech there wasn't a job for that but now there is exactly. so if your 3d printer breaks you can get a 3d printer tech you know and um and that's the thing that a lot of the people that are anti-technology and anti-progress seem to overlook is that just because some job disappears doesn't mean another one won't show up that you've never thought of before and if it makes it faster or more efficient, Absolutely. it allows you to keep the prices down, which allows more money to flow through the economy, which creates jobs and Absolutely. creates potential. I mean, come on. Uh, Amazon is what, 15 years old? Yeah. And it's the second largest employer in the country? Mm-hmm. <laughs> with more than a million, With more than a million people. Right. Okay. 20 years ago, not one of them had a job at Amazon. It's very true. It's very true. It's very true. That's a... uh, it's, it's just, it's the, the future is uncertain. It doesn't matter how many years of experience you have, you know, the future is uncertain. And I think that's, that's one thing that I've learned is if you're not, uh, if you're not experiencing things and you're not living and Charles has experienced more than most of us, I can I can be honest. There, I mean, your your certifications and your books and, and everything that you're you've done uh, are quite impressive. Um, so, uh, just just kind of a reiteration. So, um, tell us the name of your company and, and what and th- what you guys specialize in. So, if people need to reach out for you to to you for any sort of um, questions, they can. Get payroll is the name of the company. Getpayroll.com. My email is cjr at getpayroll.com. Um, so, uh, no, yeah, payroll.com. So we provide payroll services to small and medium-sized businesses. Uh, that's payroll, that's writing the checks, that's delivering the money, that's the, all the forms, filing all the taxes, dealing with the IRS. We're compliance experts. Okay. We, we solve problems. The IRS issued in fiscal... Um, 18, $13 billion of employment tax penalties. $13 billion. Averages 40% of small businesses get hit with one and it averages $800. Mm-hmm. We're specialists in making sure that they don't happen. And when the IRS screws up, we fix it. We take mm-hmm. a 2848 power of attorney that allows us 
to advocate for our clients directly with the IRS and the states and the locals and solve those problems. Because when the IRS sends most clients a penalty, they just write a check. Right. They're just too scared. They don't understand. And the IRS makes millions of mistakes a year. So we solve those mistakes. We help them with the workers' comp. We help them with the handbooks. We help them with Section 125, 45S, which is a tax credit, which most people don't even know about for time off. Mm-hmm. We, we, we educate our, our clients. We help them with these things. We've solved all the problems with the FFRCA and, and the um, FICA deferment and the employer retention credits. We deal with what our clients need on this. They don't need to become payroll experts. That's our job. So there you go. There you go. You take perfect. care of it. I love it. I love it. That's that's awesome. It's um, I when I when I started doing just a little bit of research into um, into what you and your company do, I had no idea how much I don't know about any of that. <laughs> well, it's and and so starting as starting as a business owner, as starting a business, and and I mean that's we you're looking at the majority shareholders here, but the. <laughs> <laughs> I was there. I look. I, I used to work until ten or eleven o'clock at night doing payrolls. My staff doesn't let me do payrolls anymore. I don't know <laughs> the software, and I just screw it up. So <laughs> things change. But right. you understand, and you you may not know this, but seventy percent of all federal revenue flows through payroll. Really, between withholding and taxes, and employment taxes, and unemployment taxes. 70% of all federal revenue flows through payroll. Wow. I, we are critical. People don't think about it, but every time, they, every time Congress passes something to change taxes, mm-hmm. it flows through payroll, guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I mean, the thing that I find interesting is for how really, I mean, important this, this, the, the payroll aspect is to companies. Why, why are so many people not educated about it? I, I feel like this would be something that should be, you know, spread or taught, but it seems like it's the, the IRS kind of just keeps it on the, on the low a little bit. If, if you're not looking for it, unless you I buy his book, book. <laughs> unless you, unless you buy his book, see, I like this guy. Cause he knows how to market. See, he's saying he can't market himself out of a paper bag, but I disagree. Well, well not only that, I'll tell you what I'll do for your listeners. If they will go to the payrollbook.com and discount code enter podcast, okay. I'll send them a free one. That's amazing. Free book. That's, that's great. Thank you. That's we'll we'll spread that around like wildfire for sure. For for your audience. Absolutely. That's that's great. Well, I've I've got a I've actually, funny enough, got a few people that would really be interested in that. Um, they're starting small businesses, and that's one of the things that they've been talking about is that they have no idea to do payroll because they have employees and it's uh, it's a pain and they don't know what to do. So they, now they, I can tell they, them what to do. Yeah. They, they may think they have employees. No, they, they, they're not. They, they don't know yet whether they're contractors, employees or, or, or officers and what kind of business, you know, if you're a sole proprietor, you're never mm-hmm. on payroll. You right. aren't. Right. If you're in a corporation, if you formed a corporation, S corp mm-hmm. or an LLC that's treated as corp, Mm-hmm. And you work in it, you've got payroll. Just right. you by yourself. Right. You've got payroll and you've got to file it and file a W-2 at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. You don't have a choice. It's right. not, 
you don't get to make that decision. It's made for you by the IRS. (laughs) They absolutely, absolutely. Well, uh, Charles, I don't want to take any more of your beautiful Friday. Has the weather been good in Texas? You're up from Texas, right? Uh, we're, we're, they're throwing up some thunderstorms, but they're starting to die out with the sun's gone down. Perfect. Well, at least, uh, cause I know that, uh, saw a couple thunderbolts during the episode. Oh, okay. Much. We had, uh, <laughs> we had this reschedule cause your, uh, your power was out due to that winter storm, which was oh, very unfortunate. Oh God. <laughs> it, it got down to minus two. Now for you guys, it's probably not much. And I grew up north, but it was minus yeah. two here in Dallas Jeez. in February. The last time it got colder than that was 99. 1899. 1899 was the last time it got colder than that. Yeah. Jeez. Wow. That was, it, was one, it was funny because a lot of people were, well, I guess it wasn't funny. It was intriguing that a lot of people were pointing out the fact that if that ever happens again, um, Texas is not prepared <laughs> as, well, as well as they should be. It, it, we weren't, we'll be better prepared next time. I hope so. Absolutely. Cause it, uh, it caused it. If not, there's going to be some heads in a roll. I promise. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Well, um, like I said, I don't want to take any more of your time, but I do want to speak to the books that you have written, uh, the payroll book, which you have showcased, uh, the little black book of beauty biz volume one, uh, starting a new business, accounting, finance, payroll, and tax considerations, Small Business, Short Course, Employees, Book One. Um, Those are all four books that Charles has written, and he's working on his fifth, um, which do you have a release date for that? No, I'm still working on it. (laughs) This one took two years to write, so. (laughs) Still working on it. Still working on it. Still working on it. Well, I'll call uh, you when I I issue it. I'll call you. We'll, We'll be on again. There you go. Done. When you, when you do your release, we'll get you back on here for a release party and we'll, uh, we'll showcase that book. That'd be awesome. It'd be so much fun. Great. So Charles, once again, um, you have a very impressive life, very impressive resume. And, um, I think it's very, very commendable that you're trying to educate other people on what you do and how you can help them because you clearly have the knowledge to do so. Um, so, Again, thank you very much, Sean. I know you've been very talkative this whole episode. Do you have anything to say? I mean, all I can do is uh, just echo on how much I, I want to thank Charles for joining us on this episode. Um, a lot of great information. Oh, yeah. In fact, I, I, I don't even think I was silent because I'm usually silent. I was just kind of mind blown throughout this whole, <laughs> whole thing. You, you blew my co-host mind, Charles. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> No, but this has all been very, very informative. And um, what was the, one more time, what was the discount code our listeners could use to get a free book? Podcast. Podcast. Okay, perfect. See, here's the question. Do we throw that code in the, like in the summary of this podcast? Or do, we, do we make the listeners get all the way to this point? We will, we're going to, we'll blast that discount <laughs> yeah. code all over social media. <laughs> that there. <laughs> Look, the, the, I've got books sitting in a, a spare office. They do me absolutely no good there. There you go. So, they, they do better if, in the hands of our listeners. Absolutely. If somebody, if somebody has the slightest interest in payroll and wants a book, wonderful. I Look, I think what, what we've been talking about is beneficial even if you're not interested in it. Because if you, if you have the slightest inclination of starting a business, I yes. highly, highly, highly recommend checking out getpayroll.com and looking up Charles and his um, all of his experience and his books, because I mean, 
I didn't know that you couldn't have employees or you might, you don't know. I didn't know that, but now I do. So <laughs> these are the things that we all need to be aware of if we're starting a small business or a large business. And Charles is the guy to, to really do that for you. So I, I, you know what? I do have one question before we, before we go anywhere. The secret to life, Charles, what is it? <laughs> happy wife, happy life. So when we're talking about this get, uh, get payroll book, mm-hmm. so for, for uh, I should say, a duo like us who don't have any employees, but we, we still kind of run this as a business, can we technically, we, we could probably get value out of this book as well. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Okay, now, what kind of entity do you do business in? We're an LLC. Okay, do you file as a S-corp or do you file as a partnership? Uh, partnership. Okay, that's a terrible tax. Okay. Uh, filing it. <laughs> okay. And, and, and we go through some of that in here. What okay. are the benefits for the different types of entities? Okay. Okay. You're paying too much. You're paying more tax than you need to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is why it was a brilliant idea to have him on because now we know. So we don't have to pay so many taxes. <laughs> Dang. Oh. So there you go. Charles. Oh, yeah. But if you're, if you're, if you change to an L to a corporation, you um, are employees. Okay. Okay. Right there. So. Okay. See, I didn't know that. I'd have to dig through like three or four pages on Google to find that. I can just open his book and see it. See? It's there. <laughs> Chapter one. There you go. Perfect. Well, uh, once again, Charles, thank you very much for taking the time out of your Friday to join us. Um, and we will be sure to reconnect soon. And if you want a Get Payroll book, you can go on to... Where do they go? Amazon? Getpayroll.com. Getpayroll.com. It's available uh, on Amazon, but if okay. you want a free one, you got to go to the, the payroll. There you book. go. So com. that's the thing. If you want to make Amazon more money, don't go to Amazon. Go to getpayroll.com and enter code podcast and you'll get a free book. I think there that's you go. great. I think that's great. Charles, thank you so much, man. Ryan, Sean, it's been a pleasure. Thank you for having me. It's our it- pleasure. <laughs> And thank you as well. And thanks everyone for joining us on another episode of Drunk Boys Basement. Interested in finding where else you can catch us? Follow us on Facebook. Find something you want the Drunk Boys to research and talk about next time? Let us know. And if you like hanging out, share our Facebook page. Catch you all next Friday. And remember, please listen responsibly. Bye.